Hello, everyone. It's Scott Graham, your host of the True Azimuth Micro Podcast, and I am very excited about our guest today, and not because she is a former wildland firefighter, and I happen to be a firefighter instructor and EMT instructor uh, as a side gig for everything else that's going on in my life. Linda Strader is an author, landscape architect, certified arborist, and watercolor artist in southern Arizona. What makes her story particularly poignant, to me especially, is that sometimes life forces us to follow our true azimuth. But only if we're willing. If we're not willing, if we're resistant, then we end up not following our true azimuth. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the show. Hi, Scott. Thank you for the opportunity to share my story. So, Linda, tell us your true azimuth story. A time I struggled to follow my true azimuth was when I lost my job in 2008. This was when the economy collapsed and my field in landscape architecture suffered tremendously. I looked for work diligently. There was nothing available. The longer I looked, the worse the situation looked. The last thing in the world that I wanted to do was to take something just to pay the bills, take something that um, I didn't want to do. But I knew I had to do something. I couldn't um, survive this without um, finding a job. So after unemployment ran out, I just I had to make a decision. What are you going to do? So I thought about my career as a landscape architect and how I worked in the land development business, which is not exactly what I saw myself doing when I graduated from college. Land development for me is it's an evil thing. And I did not like developers. I did not like these massive subdivisions that destroyed the desert. Um, I, I just felt like there's got to be something better for me. So I realized one day that maybe if I can't practice what I know, I could teach what I know. I decided to contact an organization in my community that holds classes for the area. And I submitted a course proposal on caring for desert landscaping. I figured I know this topic pretty well. I bet um, this will go over really good. And it did. My classes filled up. My students loved my presentations. They loved my philosophy. I could finally talk about things of use native plants and don't use pesticides and herbicides and poisons in your yard. I gave them education on what grows here, what, what, what are the best plants, of course, natives do best. And they, people just love my classes. And soon people were asking me, can you redesign my yard? Or can you design my new home, the landscaping in my new home? And I said, of course I can. And so it's been 12 years since I did that. And I have my own landscape design business. And the best part is that my students are often become my clients. They understand my philosophy. They trust me. They love my designs. They love my work. And I have found that I am finally in a place where I want to be. I am happy with what I know and, and share. 
with my community, and I think I'm making a difference. This was never something that I ever dreamed that I would want to do. And somehow I've made it work, and I'm so glad that I found something that is true to me. So listeners, what I hope you take away from Linda's story is that we're surrounded by doors all the time, and doors swing both ways. A door closing does not necessarily mean the end of something. It could mean the start of something else, as you saw so clearly from Linda's story. Thank you, Linda, for sharing that story and being with us today. You're welcome, Scott. It was my privilege to be here today. If anyone wants to connect with me, I would say the best place to do that would be on my blog. Um, There's a contact form there. But people can see more about me and about um, my former career as a wildland firefighter. So um, thanks again for your time. And I appreciate your interest.